So have you ever gone to an office building and walked up to the elevator and waited and the door opens and you get in and you stand there for a few moments <clears throat> waiting for it to get to the next floor that you're trying to go to and all of a sudden the door opens and you find yourself on the floor you were originally at at the lobby or whatever and it hasn't gone anywhere. Well, I had that happen the other day when I went to uh, an office appointment and I got in the elevator and I stood there and waited and waited and waited and didn't really pay attention if the elevator was moving or not. And all of a sudden the door opened again and I'm in the lobby and I'm kind of looking like, what happened? And the door closed and I waited for a moment and then I went, oh my God, I've never pushed the button <laughs> to go up. And I realized, and I just started laughing out loud. It was just like so funny that, that uh, I fell for my own little joke in a way. But um, it's that way in our meditation. We have to set an intention, but we also have to do the work, push the button, if you will, to get to the floor we really want to go to. You don't just close your eyes. You don't just chant the sacred name and woof, off you go to the next floor. You've really got to set an intention. You have to do the action, which is chant the sacred name. But you also have to hold your focus, your attention, as to where it is you're really going to go. That's why we ask you to hold your attention inward and upward. Inward and upward to the seat of the soul. Inward and upward on God. So that that which is this elevator inside of you will lift you up, that you can be lifted up by the movement of the Holy Spirit, by the winds of God, by whatever you might call it. This sound current, this river of loving is ever moving, ever moving, ever moving. But you have to step into it. You have to go into it in order for you to get caught up in that movement. And the way you get caught up in it is by holding your focus, your loving, on that which you are becoming and that which you are going to. You are becoming the living, loving essence of the Lord, awake and aware of the truth of who you are as you sit and do your meditation. You're waking up to the truth of who you are and you're letting go of the illusion of who you are or who you think you are or who the world has told you you are. You're waking up to the truth. But you also want to hold a focus on taking that which is truly you to the truth of it all, to God. And so by sitting down and closing your eyes and setting an intention, that my intention now is to go to God. My intention now is to wake up into God and to know the truth of who I am as soul in God. And then reminding yourself of that intention during your meditation. Because we do have things that stand between us and God. And sometimes it's hard to hold your focus on God way out there, if you will, when we have all these other things 
between us and God that catches our attention, that holds our focus, and distracts us from where we really want to go. Have you ever gone into meditation and something yesterday happened, something last night happened, that all of a sudden is just there in front of you in your meditation? That was a big disturbance, an upsetness, something that you couldn't resolve, and now you want to resolve it. Well, that's good. That's fine to be aware of those things. But right now, your intention is on God. Right now, your intention is on God. And so, live into that which you have now set your focus upon and just be in the loving with God. If you will sit and truly chant the sacred name, sharing your loving with God and opening to receive God's loving, and just continue to keep bringing your attention back to that action, you're going to find it's going to be a lot easier and a lot quicker for you to enter into meditation and to really truly go into inner experience and to dissolve whatever it is that's standing between you and God because of that action of loving. Then you going into whatever that is that's standing between you and God and you try to figure it out. Loving will dissolve it all. Loving will bring it to peace, bring it to quiet. Or it will just absorb it and move it back into alignment with who you are and what you're doing so that you can continue to move into God itself. Don't let something stop you in your focus, in your meditation, in your daily practice. Don't let these things that are standing between you and God stop you from going to God. Don't stop and look at it, try to evaluate it, try to figure it out, try to change it. Just move on and let the loving open it up if it needs to so that you can move through it. If you can't go around it, if you can't go above it or below it, then you've got to go through it. And the loving will do that for you. The other element that will help you to do that is loving, accepting, and forgiving. Just go up to it if you need to and love it. Accept it just as it is. Don't try to change it. Just accept it just as it is and forgive it if forgiveness is necessary so that you can move on past it. By LAF, by loving, accepting, and forgiving, you neutralize the energy. You neutralize yourself to that energy so that it doesn't hold a charge on you, for you, to attract you, and you don't hold a charge with it. It neutralizes it so that you just go on by and you really don't give it any attention or very little because of that. This action of soul liberation is about soul liberating itself from the elements of this world that have held it in bondage here. You're on a path of soul liberation. 
not on a pathway of let's fix everything so that it works. You don't have to fix anything inside yourself. You don't have to fix anything around you. People around you, situations around you, events around you, you don't have to fix anything. That which you are and that which you're liberating from this creation is whole and perfect and complete right now. There's nothing to do. There's nothing to change. There's nothing correct. All you have to do is go into that which you are, your soul, awaken to its truth, which is loving, and let the loving enter into the river of loving and just go back home from which it came. I've often said, God accepts you just as you are right now. And why wouldn't he? You're perfect, you're whole, and you're complete. There's nothing that you have to do or change for God to love you. Because God sees the soul of you. God sees the perfection of you. God sees the loving child that you are of God. And whatever the events of this world that you might hold in judgment or fear that causes you to separate yourself and belief from God, not worthy of God's loving, not worthy of going home to God right now. You've got to earn it. You've got to correct it. That's not what this pathway is about. It's about letting go of all that. There's nothing you have to do. You don't have to believe that you're perfect and whole and complete right now. All you have to do is state it. State it in the moment, in your meditation. State it in the moment of your daily life. Who I am right now is perfect. I am whole. I am complete. There is nothing I have to do to change anything about me or my life situation. It is all just perfect. And I live in that perfection. I live in that oneness. I live in that truth that I am a living, loving child of God. And as a living, loving child of God, I am in loving with all things, all situations, all peoples. And I am in loving with myself. That which is God in me loves it all. And that which is God in me is loving me home. And all I have to do is allow God to love me home. That's what you're doing in meditation. You're allowing God to love you back home. But you have to move into the loving and order to allow the loving to bring you home. You have to allow the loving in. How many times have I said, love God and open and receive God's loving? You have to allow the loving in in order for God to be able to love you home. 
And that's a big challenge for a lot of us, to allow God to love us home, to allow ourselves to open and receive God's loving. Well, I don't know how to do that. Well, it's time to learn. It's time to do. It's time to wake up and really do the meditation in a way that really works. Do not focus on your daily lives. Do not focus on the situations in your daily life. Do not focus on trying to find solving solutions of problems, of fixing people's lives. Oh my goodness. How many times a day do you try to fix somebody else's life? Not necessarily even reaching out to them to to really assist them, but inside of yourself, you're judging, you're evaluating, you're complaining inside about them. Well, if they would say something different for a change, if they would do it different, if they'd just leave me alone or whatever, you're wasting your time. Put that energy of focus into loving them and move on. Let the loving be with them and see what it might do for them as you free yourself up by just living in the loving. Accepting people just as they are and accepting yourself just as you are is a major key to this pathway. The moment you judge somebody else, that judgment is on you. And now you've got to live that judgment. I kid you not. So why not love everybody just as they are? And then it'll be easier for you to love yourself just as you are as well. You won't have that judgment that you've put on other people coming back on you that you now have got to live out yourself to bring that back into balance. Rather, if you love them, the loving is going to come back on you and assist you in loving yourself. It's a much easier pathway when you do it that way. I have shared loving, accepting, and forgiving. Accepting the situation just as it is. Accepting the person just as they are. Accepting yourself just as you are. And I cannot tell you how many times I've had people say, that's impossible, I can't do it, that doesn't make sense. I don't want to. I've heard so many different statements about that. And yet, when I've asked, have you ever tried it to see what happens? No, I I don't want to do it that way. Acceptance is huge in this action of liberating the soul. It is huge. And you've got to find out how it all works by experimenting, by doing, and finding how you can work it for yourself. Reading about it in the newsletter, reading about it in the books, 
listening to it on CDs or tapes or online, it's great. But it's the doing it that makes the difference. You can listen to it over and over and over. You can read about it over and over and over. But unless you put it into action, it will get you nowhere. So begin, if you haven't already, putting these things into action. I know what works. I know what works. And God asked me to keep it simple, and I have. I've kept it so simple that a lot of people complain it's too simple. I need rules, I need regulations, I need rights and I need wrongs. And I go, well, then this isn't the pathway for you because I don't do any of that. We don't do any of that. We do it simple, we do it easy, we do it the way of spirit, not the way of the world. And the way of spirit is simple and loving and grace-filled. The way of spirit is loving, accepting, and forgiving. If you say, well, I've done that before, I've done the forgiving, but maybe you just forgave a one-time event with a person, and maybe you've known them for 20 years. Maybe you just need to forgive the person totally, not each event, so you don't have to live it day by day going through one event after another after another forgiving them. Just forgive them. But in the process, also always remember to forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Because in that process, there is you involved. Your judgment, your fear, your anger, your frustration with them. Not just what they did to cause you to go into all of that, but what did you do with their process? their reaction, their anger. If you'll forgive yourself in all situations in your life, you've done the work. Because once you've forgiven yourself, you are free. You are free in that moment from whatever else that is that stands between you and God. You are free. Because you have change the energy into loving. And no longer is there that magnetic pull that will hold you in bondage with them or with a situation. So pay attention to your meditation. And make sure that when you go into meditation, you set your intention. Push the button for the floor you want to go to. Because otherwise, you're just going to stand there for a long time waiting. Or you're eventually going to get to another floor because somebody else has pushed the button to call you up to it. But that may not be the floor you want. 
set the intention, and then keep your focus on what your intention is so you get where you want to go. I want God. I'm going to go to God. I am not going to settle for lingerie or furniture or kitchen appliances. I'm going to go to God. I'm not going to deal with what happened yesterday. I'm not going to worry about tomorrow in my meditation. I'm not going to try to figure things out. I am going to go to God. And I'm going to do whatever it takes to go to God. And I'm just going to love God and open to receive God's loving. And I'm going to let the loving handle anything that stands between me and God right now by just dissolving it in loving so that it can't stand between me and God. And that I am freely able to move in God and wake up and live there for a moment in my meditation and then bring that back as loving into my life so that I can continue through the day. And if one of those situations arises again, I just love the God that's in there and I just move on. I don't try to figure it out. And if there's a lesson in there, I ask, I say, lesson, come forward. Reveal yourself to me. I'm tired of the repetition. I haven't been paying attention. Reveal yourself to me so I can learn the lesson here. I can learn what it is about myself that I need to learn to grow so that I can move on and not have this disturbance keep coming up. Because I want nothing to stand between me and God. And see how I took a situation with a little elevator and can see the bigger picture behind it all of what it really means in life. Everything is a symbol. Everything is an opportunity to learn, to grow, to see God, or to see why I'm not seeing God, and how to get free of that. Even a little situation of getting in an elevator and not pushing the button to go up. Everything, everything, everything is a reminder of God if you allow it to be so. And everything is an opportunity for you to learn about you and your journey with God and how to wake up into God more and more each day. It's funny, right now I can hear the rain hitting the top of the roof. And what that reminds me of is a sound current and how it will pull you up if you allow it to. It keeps my attention a little bit focused to that sound, to the rain hitting the roof above us. And it reminds me of always holding my attention on that sound current to go up with God. Let everything be a reminder to you. 
God first and God only. That's what it's all about. Don't let anything stand between you and God. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Because truly, there is nothing standing between you and God right now other than what you have created for yourself. All the illusions that you have created for yourself, nobody else created them for you. You created them, and you have believed in them, and you keep chasing after your own creations. And it's up to you to let go of them so that you once again can realize you never did really leave the heart of God. You've just let something stand between you and the knowing of that. If you're standing right in the heart of God right now, if that's where you're living, then what the hell are you doing here? Stop believing in here and start waking up in the truth of where you really are. You are in the heart of God. You are in oneness right now. You are not in separation. You are not in aloneness. You are not in unworthiness. You are in the heart of God. You never left and you never will. Dwell on that for a while. Because that's the truth of it all. And stop believing in this illusion and stop keeping holding on to it and creating for yourself more and more stuff that separate you. And stop complaining about why am I not getting anything in meditation? Why am I in separation? Why am I alone? Why am I, why am I? The one to ask is yourself. Why am I creating all these things and continuing to feed them to keep me separated when all the time I say I want to be one with God? Instead of asking why, start taking action to move past that why and all that the why is involved in just by setting your intention on God, loving God, receiving God's loving. That's the key to all of it. Wake up, wake up, wake up. And I'm not even going to say the next sentence because that's not really relevant. You are asleep or you wouldn't be here. Wake up. I remember reading in one little short story of a spiritual teacher's journey. And he was very devoted to his spiritual master in India. And he wanted so much to wake up and to know the truth of who he was in God. And one day he was complaining to his master about that. Why, why am I asleep? Why do I have to 
be unaware? Why can't I be aware of the truth? And the master said to him, when you want the truth as it really is and not as you think it should be, is the day you'll have the truth. Stop trying to figure it out. Stop trying to grasp an understanding. Stop reading about it all, about other people's statements about God and soul and truth and wisdom and insight and start having your own. Start having your own experiences. In other words, live in awareness. What am I doing right now? What am I saying right now? Why am I doing this now? What action could I really be taking rather than taking this reaction? It's called pay attention because in paying attention, all of a sudden you find God is right there. God is in that situation. God is in that moment. God is in that awareness. Find God in it all. That's why I say, when I am stuck in something, I ask for God in that situation to reveal to me God. If God can reveal itself to me in that person, in that situation, then the illusion is gone. And there is God once again. So wake up. Pay attention. Take action, not reaction. Take action. And when you're in reaction, change that into an action. You can even stop and say, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I don't mean to be complaining. I'm sorry I'm yelling at you. I'm going to do this different. And the way I'm going to do it different is I'm going to tell you, I love you. I love you just the way you are, and I'm not going to try to change you anymore. I'm going to love you just the way you are. You're perfect and whole and complete just as you are, as I am as well. And I'm going to love you just as you are. And I may be irritated sometimes by the words you use or the statements you make or whatever, but I'm going to love even that in you because I don't want anything to stop me on my pathway home to God. And I'm not going to let you be an instrument of that either. And I'm the only one that gives it permission to be so. So I'm the only one that can change that. Does that make sense to you? Stop fighting it. Stop struggling with it and just walk with it and through it. By saying, I love you just as you are, the God that is in that person or that situation will begin to reveal itself to you. And you'll find yourself free of the situation. The person still may be in your life, but you are free of the situation that they are going through, that they are putting on you, or that you find yourself caught up on trying to change. If you can't change yourself, how are you ever going to change another person? 
Why waste your time trying? Why waste the time trying to change yourself? Why not just accept yourself just as you are and move on with your life and see what happens? You might be surprised. Life might get a lot simpler and easier. You are divine. You are holy and sacred. You bring into every moment of your life God. Why not honor that? Why not honor every word that you speak? Why not honor every action that you take? Why not worship that which is the divine in you? And why not worship the divine in everyone? Bow before everyone. Because everyone is God. If you're Catholic, you can remember walking into the church and genuflecting before the tabernacle because that's where Jesus dwells in the communion wafer. And he would genuflect in acknowledging the sacredness in that place. Why not do that where God really dwells within yourself and within everybody. What would it be like in the world to go around and genuflect before everybody that you walk up to as you start a discussion with them? Because you're honoring the God that dwells within this temple in them and in you. This is the temple. This is the place where the sacred resides. Why not honor that? Why not begin to find a way to see the light and the sound and the loving that dwells in everyone instead of seeing the devil and the evil, the hatred and the anger, the blame in everyone? And even when the God that dwells in them allows them to complain and gripe and yell at you and demand and desire of you, just see the God in them that is struggling to get out, struggling to get free, to be expressive, to be loving, to be sharing, and realize that they just have a lot of stuff standing between them and the God that dwells in them, that keeps them from seeing the truth of who they are. What would happen if you just were to acknowledge the soul that they are for a moment rather than all that other stuff that stands between them and God that you're having to listen to and deal with? What would happen for them? And what would happen for you? You'll be surprised. There's a lot to do. And it's in every moment of every day. You can't say, well, I did that last week. 
I did that an hour ago. What are you doing now? It's every moment of every day. I've heard spirits say to me so many times, one day at a time, one breath at a time. That's how you get to God. Pay attention to everything you do and say every single day, one day at a time, and with every single breath, one breath at a time. That's how you get to God. Chant the sacred name every day. Chant the sacred name every breath. Live the sacred name. Be the sacred name. You are the river of loving. You've never been out of the river of loving. You have just lived like you're out of the river. Live back into the river again. Allow yourself to know the truth of who you are. You were created in the realms of spirit, in oneness with God, as a living being of loving, joined together with all the other expressions of God's loving, living in the eternal flow of loving. That's who you are. That's what you are. Not who you were and what you were. That's who you are. You are living in that movement of loving right now. I know it. I go up there and I visit you to remind myself of what it is I'm doing here. So that I can see the God in you and the loving in you all the time. Start living that for yourself. Wake up, wake up, wake up into the truth of yourself, divine and loving, eternal and true. Wake up. That's the key to it all. It's very, 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 very simple. Too simple. The mind will never understand nor figure it out. The emotions won't be able to stop themselves from being caught up in the turmoil of the world to let yourself go into simplicity. And the body and the world are going to do everything they can to stop you in your tracks. But it's up to you, the soul. It's up to you, the soul. To take action. And to start living the life in truth of who you are. Soul, loving, God itself. Brian and I are just expressions of God's loving that is you. God wants God to wake up fully again, to know God fully again, and to never live in separation again. And we are here to assist you in doing just that.
but we can't do it for you. God, if we could, we would do it. You've got to do it for yourself just as we've had to do it for ourselves. We had to wake ourselves up. We had somebody who helped us to do so, gave us guidance, gave us clarity, gave us direction, but we had to do the work. Brian had to do the work. You know, there have been several other people over the years before Brian came along that could have been sitting in that chair doing what Brian's doing today. But they didn't want to do the work. They wanted all the glory of it, but they didn't want to do the work. They didn't want to have to confront themselves, deal with themselves, love themselves, forgive themselves. They just wanted to stand up here in the glory of it all, but not do the work. To do this work, you have to give up a lot. You have to confront a lot. You have to learn how to let go of so many things about the world and about yourself that the world says you want and you need and you're supposed to be and so on to live the simple way of just living in love, loving of God and in God's loving you serve. There's not very many people that will really do what it takes to be just that. But I know that all of you can not necessarily be a spiritual teacher, but all of you can wake up and know the truth of who you are as God, as loving. I know it. Because you have chosen to be initiated by the actions of God's loving. You have received the sacred name. You have given, been given the tools by which to wake up. Now it's just up to you to do the work, inward and outward. To wake up and know the truth of who you are as divine. So I'll say it one more time and bring my talk to a close. Wake up, wake up, and don't go back to sleep. The dream world is not a fun world to be in. But the world that you wake up to and know is a wonderful place to live in and to be ever eternally in. Believe me, once you wake up again, you're not going to want to go back to sleep. I can promise you that. All right. Well, thank you.